Hello, and welcome once again to the Ripples in Space podcast. I'm John Davis. I'm Kate Reagan. And we're back again with another piece of flash fiction for you on this fine Sunday morning noon? More noon? Sh- sure, we'll go with that. More noonish. More more noonish. Ish. It's morning. Anyway, <laughs> um, aside from the definition of what time of day it is, we have a we have a slightly eerie piece for you today uh, by Ro- Rosalie Viper. Rosalie Viper. So we're excited to share that with you. Uh, Kate will be reading it. I'll do the bio, and then we'll talk a little bit about it afterwards. So. Um, yeah, let's let's do it. Rosalie Viper grew up in a strange town in New Jersey, and halfway through high school moved to Virginia. From there, she's moved around trying to find her place in life. She's a chemist, but has a love for writing fiction influenced by some of the strange things she has seen in her life. The Retrieval by Rosalie Viper I stood out front as the sun began to set and stared. The paint was peeling off the sides of the house. It looked wretched, but exactly like I remembered it. Looking at the now decrepit place made me anxious. My mind raced uncontrollably. It took me time to build up the courage to approach the front door. The place had been unoccupied for years, but still left a dark imprint on my soul. It broke me. I walked up the steps to the unusually untouched front door and grabbed the shiny gold doorknob. While I turned it, I kept remembering what they did to me all those years ago. Flashes on the couch with him standing over me came in and out of my mind. I clenched my hand around the doorknob, bracing myself. I closed my eyes at the residual pain, took a long, deep breath, and told myself, It is over. As I walked through the doorway into the foyer, I opened my eyes to the emptiness. The room was coated in a thick layer of dust. Nothing had been moved or touched for what looked like decades. I knew exactly where it was. Intuition drew me to it. I lived here for almost all my life, praying someone would come find me. I think a piece of me was left behind, a part that would probably never leave. I walked past the broken staircase and into the waiting room. It had an old rotten couch sitting there with an end table next to it. It gave me shivers as I walked past it. The waiting room, I thought to myself. It always felt like a jail cell. They called it the waiting room, but really it was where you sat to contemplate the horror you'd endure on the other side of the door. My stomach wrenched at the memories. A table was flipped on the other side of the room towards the door to his office. The room was dark. Not only because there was no electricity in the house but because it reeked of blood and pain imprinted on its aura for so many years of torture. Luckily, the windows were uncovered. The sun was setting, and the reddish-orange hue shone perfectly into the room, giving me just enough light to get to his office door. I didn't have much time to grab the photograph, so I hurried through the waiting room before my mind wandered through my memories. I opened the door to the next room where his old oaken desk still rested. It gave off a stench, one of blood urine and agony. Time always felt like it stood still in his room. My heart started to race, causing me to hesitate before walking across the dust-covered floor. I felt panicked, but I pushed through it. I took a couple of steps toward the desk. 
and just as I stepped upon a creaky floorboard, I heard a whisper in my right ear. Get out, it said, causing my hair to stand up and my body to stiffen. It continued, He knows you're here. I was too close to walk away, or in any case run away. I broke myself away from the words and ran over to the intimidating desk. I ripped open drawers, shuffling through the folders and paperwork. I felt my gut lurch forward. He's close, I said aloud to myself. There was little time to waste. I ripped the drawer from the desk and threw it on the floor, hoping if I spread the papers I'd be able to find the file I needed. My heartbeat got stronger. I could feel the air being sucked from the room as I threw myself to my knees and threw the papers across the ground. It has to be somewhere, I said as I began to sweat. You need to calm down. My voice stuttered as it echoed subtly through the void room. I swallowed hard and grabbed my hair in a panic. Rocking my body back and forth, I shortened my breath. In through the nose, out through the mouth, I thought to myself repeating it three times in my head. I opened my eyes and looked around the room. It changed from its horrific dark self into a golden hue of light. My heartbeat slowed, as if time itself had warped with it. I looked down at the scattered folders and papers across the floor and moved my hand toward the glowing form with my name scribbled on the top of it. It read, Subject experiences delusional time perception thinks she can slow time with her mind. Delusional visions of demonic beings mentions one that looks like me, completely detached from reality. Recommend hydro and electroshock therapy for three weeks. If no sign of change, recommend transorbital lobotomy. I held back tears as I read those notes. The golden hue of the room began to fade as my mind wandered into one of our sessions. A scent of sulfur hit my nostrils, causing an uncontrollable coughing fit to rise within me. A warm hand rested itself upon my shoulder. He's here. You must go, my dear. Still coughing, I grabbed the folder with my name on it and covered my face as I walked quickly toward the windows. I could hear a loud thudding of large footsteps moving swiftly in my direction. I didn't have time to struggle with the window, so I held my breath uncovered my face, and with all my strength ran at the colored glass. I threw the folder underneath my one armpit and shielded myself with the other as I broke through the window to the outside world. The sulfur smell waned slightly, enough for me to travel away from the thing I once called my doctor. I could hear it coming from me through the old dilapidated house. I didn't hesitate. I ran into the surrounding forest, hoping to find a door back to the safety of my new world. Hey, and that was The Retrieval. Like we said earlier, it's kind of eerie. You're sitting there wondering what happened to this poor person. And it reminded me a lot of, or at least it was reminiscent of, like, Eleven from Stranger Things. Some sort of, you know, lab experiment kind of thing. Well, yeah, like, the first thing you have to ask yourself is, can she actually freeze time? Or is she crazy? 
you know, what's going on? Why is she going back? What is she getting? So many questions. But very, you know, very interesting because it is definitely a a world we're familiar with. Even so much like X-Men, you had, you know, Wolverine locked in a lab or, you know, most alien shows or movies, someone's locked in a lab being studied. Someone, something. Yeah. And so it's kind of definitely falls into our vein of science fiction. So that was very uh, enjoyable. So, yes, thank you, Rosalie, for that story. It was a pleasure to read, and it gave me chills down my spine when I read it the first time. Yeah, and, and now I want to know what happens to to our protagonist. She runs off into the woods, you know, what's next for her? But I guess do we the, may... Do the footsteps start coming after her through the woods? Does she freeze time and stab him? I don't know. We may never know. <laughs> However... If you enjoyed this story and you are listening to us for the first time, welcome. You should listen to our other podcasts. We have quite a few now. Um, If you're a regular listener, thank you. And we'll have more podcasts. (laughs) Um, And if you like to write flash fiction or science fiction, you should send it to us. We have, if you check out our website at ripplesinspace.com, we have a link to our submittable page, and there you will find our portals for this podcast if you want to hear your flash fiction pieces up here, so uh, you can send them through there. And then we just wrapped up our spring 2019 submission period. Well, I guess now it's been like a couple of weeks. But anyway, uh, those should hopefully be published by the end of May, and then look out for the summer submission period to be live on submittable if you write longer forms of fiction as well you can always follow us on ripples in space uh facebook on the facebook on the instagram twitter and on the twitter i wanted to say on the website i I think you might be able to follow us on our website i'm not really sure how that works but hey if there's a button and it says follow you should click it Um, be sure to uh, review us if you're listening to us on iTunes. If you're listening to us on Spotify, that's still cool. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, thank you for all your support, and, uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Cheers from the void.